Hello and welcome to the Waffle Zone. I am your host, Uncle Steve, and joining me this week on lead guitar, all the way over in Perth, Australia, she's not only the lead guitarist, she's the administrator, the translator, and the historian, historian. yes, (laughs) I have Kirsty Prince. How are you, Kirsty? I'm very well. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Better now because we weren't expecting you to be here, so that's good. And, but, you know, even make this better. Can't have a band. I mean, you got the drummer. I'm the drummer. You know, I am Steve. I'm the drummer. And, you know, you can't have a trio. You got to have some vocals and bass. So, coming in on bass guitar, we have the flip-flop, the thong. We have the horseshite guru, Matthew, in the kingdom, baby. In the kingdom, baby. Who are you and what do you do? I'm Matt, and I talk shite, is what I've been told. (laughs) How are we? We're doing good, doing good. You're doing well? Good enough. Good enough. Good enough, yeah. Can't complain. And if I do, <laughs> no one listens. <laughs> That's true, too. You just so, say enough with your shot. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do today is we're going to waffle about some stuff. We're going to talk about some music right off the bat. So we will start off with the administrator, because that's how things go around here. So Kirsty. I don't know if you know yet or if you remember, but what music have you listened to in the past week? If I remember, because I've jumped, just jumped onto the call and I haven't written it down. But exactly. I'm scrolling back through my phone. Um, <laughs> I definitely started off the week with, this hasn't come up for a very long time, The Sick, The Dying and The Dead by Megadeth, which I know you like, Steve. Very, very nice. It's been ages since you brought that one up. I listened to it maybe a month or two ago, I think. so. Yeah, and it, when it came out, I refused to listen to it for several months, didn't I? Because I wasn't in the mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. And I also listened to another album that came out around about the same time, which was Under Uh-oh. the Midnight Sun by The Cult again. Again. Very One of these good. days I'll go go a week without putting that on. Oh, so we went we went on a bit of a road trip on the weekend, so that always makes my listening a bit different because we're in Aaron's car. Yeah. Well, what did he What did well, he think he, about that? What did he think about? No, this is before we got in his car. Oh. I listened to the Megadeth and the Cult. Um, he started to play Audio Slave again, but I can't anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I brought I brought a CD with me, and it was the Lemonheads. The Lemonheads. The very best of the Lemonheads. That's like them. Yeah, that. There's, um, they did Mrs. Robinson. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's like a pop, shame about like, Ray. It's like pop grunge, kind of. Pop grunge, yeah. I think that would be a good way to describe it. Not yeah. related to the Jellyheads. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> you probably would know it if you heard it. Look, I got the um, I got the CD back in the nineties and I hadn't played it for ages and I, I was enjoying it and I was like, this is a little bit country though. 
So oh, wow. as close to country as I'm ever going to get. Mm. Yeah. And then I had a little rummage through Aaron's little folder with all his CDs in it. Find one that wasn't looking too scratched up. You yeah. am I, an Australian band. You know them, Matt? You should know, Matt. I had friends that used to listen to them, but that was kind of too alternative for me, from what I can remember. It's kind of described as punk rock, punk rock power pop. I don't know why on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. It had quite a similar vibe to the Lemonheads, actually. So it was quite odd that, that I put that one on next. Um, but their biggest song is Berlin Chair, isn't it? So that's like slightly grungy, but the, what I listened to was nothing like that. So it wasn't really what I was expecting. But it was okay. Um, other than that, I've listened to. <clears throat> V by Voyager, and of course, of course, I. When we were away, we don't have um, internet, so I had to just go with what was downloaded. And Chloe wanted to hear "This Is Halloween" from the movie "The Nightmare Before Christmas," so I had okay. a look to see if I had downloaded that, and I found my Halloween playlist because um, do you remember last year we did the um, an episode about our top eleven songs loosely to do with Halloween, so like scary or with the word fear or hell in them. Yeah, yeah. And I'd made a playlist, so I had my top 11 songs there, so I listened to that. It was really great, and it wasn't what Chloe wanted at all. <laughs> um, so it had Hell on Earth by Iron Maiden, Hell No by Bruce Dickinson. Which one? Road to Hell. Road to Hell by Bruce Dickinson. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, Straight to Hell. There was quite a lot of the same artists. Yeah. Cowboys from Hell. Nice. Um, Highway to Hell. Fear of Impending Hell by Paradise Lost. I um, vaguely remember that one. Well, it was a great song. So then I was thinking I was going to definitely listen to some Paradise Lost, but now it's the next day, so I still haven't done that. <laughs> And another thing that I just had downloaded on my phone that I bought on Bandcamp because I just kept seeing them mentioned on Twitter and they've been stranded somewhere because of floods and they couldn't do their concert and they were like, it'd be really helpful if people bought our EP on Bandcamp. And oh. I thought, oh, well, you know what, maybe I'll do that and check them out. It's a band called Earn. And oh, what is the name of the podcast and volume for all Quinn mm -hmm. keeps saying how great they are so mm -hmm. yeah I had listened to that and then Aaron was saying how come you're listening to proper heavy metal now because he doesn't think I'm late now mm. um, and he kind of defines it by whether someone's got slightly growly vocals mm. or not sure so I was like no actually this is doom <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's pretty much all the music I've listened to. It's been a bit, bit of a weird one. You, you could just How tell about you? if well, if Chloe's what? if Chloe's complaining about some of the music you're listening to, say you could just say, "Hey, shut up!" Or I'm going to turn on Pink Bubbles Go Ape by Halloween. Oh. Wait, oh, that's speaking threats. Speaking she, she of know how that goes yet. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of that, Matt, what did you listen to this week? <laughs> Why did you reference that? I don't know. Just when she started talking about songs with hell, I was just like something completely the opposite of the, those titles. Uh, Pink bubbles go ape. 
Well, or, you're very close. Rabbit, because, don't, uh, rabbit, don't come easy. It didn't come easy. This my favorite title. <laughs> it didn't come easy this week. No, rabbit. Uh, this week was a chameleon from Halloween, which is probably considered the weakest album out of all. I think it was mid nineties. I remember buying this from a little record store, and I was like, "No, oh, this is not heavy at all." It wasn't the Halloween I wanted? Some nice songs on there, but wasn't what I expected or wanted from Halloween. So that was the start of my week. Uh, but then into something a little more serious, uh, some Kill Switch Engage, and I went back and listened again to their self-titled album. Uh, some Machine Head, but I think it's some Machine that you may have heard before, some Catharsis and some Supercharger. Uh, yeah, you've heard. Is Catharsis oh, their newest one? It's one of the, I don't know what the year is. It's one of the more recent ones, though, yes. I've heard it's very little bit of the newest one. That was it. Yeah. So I was prompted by something to listen to them, but uh, that'll come up later, no doubt. Uh, One of the hair bands, I guess they're considered a hair band. Your mate, Sebastian Bach. I must have had him on on the brain. (laughs) So some Skid Row. I went back and listened to their original album uh self-titled skid row and i never I don't remember the last one. i've never listened, to, listened that to ever it? ever it's one i don't listen to it very often and i always think i'm not gonna really like it. i know there's some big songs on there mm-hmm. but then when i listened to it i was like oh this is pretty cool i mm. used to think it was kind of too commercially overall like the sound but then i listened to it i was like no, no this is pretty good there's some r- really big tracks on there obviously yeah. But I, I love Sebastian Bach's voice, though. I think he's really, really good. And if he wasn't such a tool, he might be a bit more maybe respected or liked. I don't know. But I like his voice. Yeah. Yeah, leave it at that, just a year. He, to- he told me I wasn't a real Kiss fan once. I know. A- I was surprised that you didn't bring that up in yeah. the conversation. Well, I didn't know. I, I wouldn't plan. To, I wouldn't know how far you wanted me to go with there. But, yeah, I remember. I was oh, like, you can, you can how let- did that happen? Yeah, what? Please tell well, us more. There, there, there was a, there's a kiss group. I want that. It's just like a secret kiss group on Twitter that I'm a part. Or, uh, sorry, on Facebook that I was in. And secret. well, secret it was society. just, it, it was like a private group. <laughs> they, they were, it was a public kiss group and it was just, you get a lot of people, a lot of negativity in there. And so they, he kind of shut the group down and made it private. And, mm-hmm. and one, you know, Sebastian Bach is in it. I mean, and legit, and, and his name's not even, it's not even his last I mean, name. You it's know, like, it's a hundred percent genuinely him. Yes, yes, because do you, this think, guy, do you think if you talk to him again, he'd say, "I remember you." No, nah, yeah, <laughs> he'd say, he'd say, "Remember a couple of years ago when we were when I was gripping when we, you know hand in hand, you know." <laughs> but he, the 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 guy that runs the group, it's a really awesome Kiss group. If you like Kiss, it's a pretty cool group, and. He after a, he went and saw a Sebastian Bach show, and obviously they communicated via that group. And after the show, Sebastian invited him up on the bus, and they listened to like two or three Kiss albums, like on vinyl together. And so it's definitely him. But I, I just remember one time saying something about a newer Kiss album being better than an older Kiss, like an an originals. You know, like better. Oh yeah, that's better than Destroyer or something. Whatever it was, Lick It Up or Asylum or something. And and yeah. he just he I don't just gets know much about this, but it sounds like something you would do. 
Well, no, I mean, it was just, it was just in conversation. <laughs> I was just like, well, I definitely prefer, I think this is, a, you know, cause you just say, oh, I like this song a lot better. And then he, and he mm-hmm. just, you know, he's real, he wears his heart on his sleeve really. And he's real quick to, you know, spout out things as you know, he's well known for. And he was just like, you're not a real kiss fan. And I was just like, and I was thinking in my mind, I was just like, I don't care who you are, you know? I don't care if you're Sebastian Bach or not. And I mean, I think I said something to the, like, look, man, you've accomplished a lot in life. You, you've actually had Rob Halford get up on stage and sing with you. I mean, that's a lot, but you're, you don't get to define what's a, what's a real kiss fan or no one gets to define that, you know, no one gets to define who's a real anything fan. So like, you know I what he wouldn't like, you know, when I did my Iron Maiden story and I talked about Donington 92. Yeah. I completely, mm, forgot to, um, I completely forgot to mention that I saw Skid Row and I mentioned every other <laughs> every other band, um, every yeah. other support band that I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, was I that mean, telling it, of the show. No, no, it was perfectly fine. It just um, I hadn't written it down beforehand. No, but it, it wasn't so, much. It wasn't much more if than you're that. You're doing your Iron Maiden story. Yeah. <laughs> But it wasn't much more than that. It was just a little grouchy thing he said. And I said something, you know, we, I went back and forth with it, and I told someone, I said, if he comes back, I, I'm just going to completely act like he's a nobody and just, and just, just completely run my mouth at him. It probably would get kicked out of the group, but, but yeah, I just remember thinking, cause I remember someone sent me a message and they're like, dude, Sebastian called you out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I went and looked at it and I saw it and I'm like, oh, give me a break, dude. I've been a Kiss fan since 1985. I mean, just because I don't agree with your, you know, you know, like that'd be like saying Matt's not a real Iron Maiden fan because he likes hooks in you better than something else, you know? (laughs) I think that's what makes me a a Maiden fan. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, because you like hooks in you. I didn't think Andrew Whitnall was a real Iron Maiden fan until he said Weekend Warrior was good, you know? Then I'm like, okay, that's some some cred right there. You got to be a real fan to admit that. <laughs> nah, but yeah, that's so yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's why. So I know I, I, I keep forgetting. I forgot about it in a way, but, but every time you mention Sebastian Bach, you always go, you're, or you call other, you call a lot of people, my mate. Yeah. You, there's someone else you've been doing that about recently. I can't remember who it is, but uh, I'm just like, yeah, that's my mate. <laughs> so anyway, is that, is that what Sib says when he hears you now? When yeah. It's like, you want a piece of me? I remember you. You want a piece of me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So he'll, anyway. rat, he'll rattle rattlesnakes shake your butt. Okay. Um, so anyway. Anything moving else? Right along. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Screaming Jets. Again, professional misconduct. Uh, I really, really like this album. Listen. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah. I did listen to the Screaming Jets this week. But not professional misconduct. No. I don't know what it was. <laughs> well, a song of the album. I listened to an I listened to an album. I don't think it was. I think it was like a best of. Oh, okay. Because because you keep telling me. Well, you don't keep telling me. My friend Mark keeps telling me, and then you told me oh. that they were good. But I'm not really that into it. I've decided. Not for you. I really really like that latest album. Yeah, like I said, I've given that a couple of runs during the week again this week. Uh, some maiden. Well, it's a maiden less one. I had to listen to. Actually, I think I screenshot you during the week, Stavros. Uh, what I was listening to. Uh, well, here, let me look and see. That I've taken. 
I've taken a bit of a, um, a surprising shine to a track. Uh, <laughs> what, was it something off Dance of Death by chance? Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. okay. I, I was that. right at the end of the track, and I was like, oh, I should send you this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Some, some Dance of Death, and it was the, was it New Frontier? I think I'd screenshot you. Yeah. Like, the end of that, I was I'm kind of digging that song. Yeah. After uh, as much, after as much as I've ripped on it and all sorts of things, you're liking the title again, right? It must be that because I that didn't go through my head. I was like, yeah, I do like this title. Now I listened to some Dance of Death, uh, majority of, and then I decided I was going to go and listen to Death on the Road because I think either you and me had spoken about it somehow, or maybe I was prompted off. Twitter. Maybe someone said they can't get this on Spotify now. Well, we talked about it. I think we talked about. Well, no, I think we talked about the live chapter. Actually, I don't know if we talked about Death on the Road. Did you say is that the one where you said the camera shots were every half a oh, millisecond? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I said I, I've never listened. I've never watched it, but I really enjoyed the album. God, mm-hmm. you, you should you, watch it at least once. Unless you're prone to seizures. <laughs> yeah, because oh, it's so good. I mean, especially when you see that. I think this is the first tour where they started being a bit theatrical and doing costume changes and having sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, when they do, when he does Dance of Death and he's twirling in the coat cloak and he's walking along hot coals and stuff like that, and when they're uh, doing Passchendaele and they have all the barbed wire up, and mm. it's worth seeing at least once. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind that album. I, I just never, ever listened to it, mostly because I was put off by the Dance of Death tracks themselves. Uh, so it's a long time since I watched that video. But, yeah, I gave the disc a listen. I was like, oh, I don't mind this. It's got some good stuff on there. I do like Rainmaker and No More Lies, live versions of those. I enjoyed them. Uh, but then speaking of live chapter, I did go and listen to that again as well. And I know I spoke to you about that earlier this week because I said I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is unfortunate because I really like the tracks that are on there, but to me it just sounds like a really good bootleg or a solid bootleg. I don't know what it is. It's just something about the sound. It just sounds like it's been recorded in a big room. I didn't care for it. Um, and then Book of Souls. I've gone back and had another listen to that and enjoyed that again. And then some familiar territory. I'm on a big Europe kick lately. I'm not sure why. Uh, so I've gone back and listened to Secret Society again. I think that's probably... In a few weeks in a row, I've given that a run. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Bruce went back and listened to some Skunk Works uh, this afternoon. I hadn't listened to that for a little while. Really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And once that had finished, I did what the internet said I should do and listen to what came on next. And <laughs> it was a, tr- a track by British Lion. I was like, oh, what is this one? I didn't even remember it. Uh, it was off the first album. So I went mm-hmm. back to the start and listened through that. And at the start, I wasn't too impressed, the first album. And I remember feeling like this before, but the deeper I do get into the album, the more I like it. The, the later tracks, I think, uh, they're grubber tracks for me. But I think mm-hmm. that the second album by British Lions is a lot stronger. And the guy, the vocalist, he doesn't bother me at all. I think he's fine in what he does. I just think that they were still finding their way on that first album, and they improved on the second. But that was my listening for the week. What okay, about well. you? I have something in common with both of you this week. This is pretty cool. So first off, I uh, I think the first thing I listened to uh, this week, I listened to another album by the Galactic Cowboys this week. I listened to uh, 
it used to be their last album. It came out in 2000 before the one I listened to last week. It's called Let It Go. I listened to that. I was listening to some Iron Maiden this week. Quite a, an eclectic mix of Iron Maiden that you'll hear. I started off with Senjutsu. Then I listened to the self-titled album, the first album. Then I listened to Power Slave. And then I skipped forward about uh, 20 years and I listened to A Matter of Life and Death. So, next I also listened to Skunk Works this past week. Oh, okay. Oddly enough, yeah. And I... But before I listened to Skunk Works, I listened to an album that I don't think either one of y'all likes too much. Balls to Picasso. I know Matt doesn't like it, nah. but... Nah. I, like a, I like a few tracks on it. Yeah, I like... But overall, it doesn't come up very often. Yeah. I, I will say this, because there's a couple of songs that I really don't ever really usually like. I don't usually like... Uh, I don't know if it's just called Fire. The one that's like, step into the fire, you're going to get burned. Uh, and mm-hmm. then there's shoot all the clowns and uh, what was the other one that uh, what's the one that his kid co-wrote um, laughing in the hiding bush what was- mm. his kid co-wrote laughing in the hiding bush and I like that one it's not too bad um, I think yeah, I listened to Bruce's official playlist and I didn't <laughs> mind listening to fire in the um, context of that so, yeah, I, didn't, I actually didn't know as I remembered. Um, I did skip one of the tracks, of course, on his official playlist. Yeah, something from... do Lick in the Gun. Yeah. <laughs> so, but when I listened to Fire and, and Shoot All the Clowns, I remember kind of going like, like I haven't heard him in a long time because usually I just skip past them. I'm just like, I, I don't want to bother with them. And I, I found myself really enjoying them a lot more. And likewise, when I listened to Skunk Works, like... There's songs on there that I like. I mean, I like I like literally the whole album. There's only like one song that I like, whatever it's the least, whatever the least one I like is. But every song was just hitting so good. I was like, God, this album's so good. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and I've always liked it. But it was just like that day I hadn't heard it in so long. And I just I listened to Balls to Picasso. I was just in the mood for some some older Bruce material. Um I also, like Kersey, listened to under the Midnight Sun by the Cult again. It's always, it's kind of like a, it's, it's not a reset album, but it's just like when I can't really think of what to listen to, and then I just for a split second think about that album, it's like immediately I'm like, forget what you know, <laughs> play this, you know, so good. And then not to disappoint Matthew this week or Kirsty, I went back and listened to three albums. By the Raven Age. <laughs> oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to actually their, their first three albums. Uh, Darkness How many Wolver- do they have? They have three. They have three albums and then they have like the, the what do they call it? The, <clears throat> they call it the pandemic, the COVID album they did where it's a lot of live stuff and some, some acoustic stuff. And I didn't listen to that one, but I listened to uh, Darkness Will Rise, which was, was their original singer. I listened to Conspiracy, and then I listened to their most recent one that they're touring right now for uh, Blood Omen. And I really enjoyed those as well. So, But yeah, that's my listening for the week. Uh, I thought, I, I think I did. Let's see. Uh, Galactic Cowboys, The Raven Age, uh, 
Iron Maiden, Bruce, and the Cult. Yeah. Okay. So that's all of that. So, Kirstie, did you listen to any podcast? I did listen to podcasts. I listened to Music from a Lifetime. And the first episode I listened to, it also says a Metal Cavern radio show. Okay. Mm. So I'm completely confused. It's kind of like listening to a radio program mm. because he always plays the songs in full. Mm. So this week he played um, a song from KK Priest. I'm just looking it up now to see what it was. Um, Sons of the Sentinel. Okay. Which, on the new which I quite liked. I've never listened to KK's Priest before. Yeah. Um, Panic Attack, Judas Priest. You know me, I'm not a big Judas Priest fan, but I absolutely love that song. I think it's incredible. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Total Eclipse of the Heart by Doro and Rob Halford. Total a Eclipse of that, the Heart. Yeah, you know the Bonnie Tyler song? Yeah. They did it as a duo. I've never really liked that song, and I like it even less when they're Doing that, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I think it's a great song. Did you? Maybe. I, I don't know about by them, but the original. Okay, well, you you try it by <laughs> you try it by them and get back to me. Okay. <laughs> um, then completely out of nowhere, he just played a song by Night Ranger to finish off. Which uh, one? It's good. It's like which song by Night Ranger? No, it's a very good question, Steve. Was it like you can still rock in America or um, uh, trying to think don't of tell me you love me? Yeah, that's a good one. That's actually a good Live. one. Live. Oh, okay. So, so <laughs> it was just seemed really random because the other three, yeah, sort of to do with Judas Priest a bit, but that was really good. And then also music from a lifetime, Iron Maiden live at Donington, thirty years on. Hmm. Which, you know, he talked about it a bit. He doesn't talk too much. He's mostly um, playing the songs and done a little bit of chat in between. Mm-hmm. So the songs that he picked, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter, The Clairvoyant, Tail Gunner, and From Here to Eternity, which, you know, <laughs> shame about the last song. But I, I really enjoyed it. I actually just started to listen to No Prayer after that. So maybe want to listen to that. I haven't listened to Live from Donington for a while, but kind of reminded me how good it was. Huh. Um, Gave you flashbacks. Yeah, so I wanted to uh, <laughs> I wanted to share his podcast on Twitter. So I actually reached out to him on Instagram. Yeah. And asked him if he had a Twitter account and told him about that we've got up this podcast. And I mm. wanted to share and he got back in touch with me and he said he's actually listened to a few episodes of his own podcast huh he said that's all but i could then, stand then he said <laughs> then he said have always enjoyed it <laughs> which made matt question whether he's really listened well I, he had me going till he said he really enjoyed yeah. it and i was like you lie and then he said must make an effort to listen to it more see if you're listening hi bill hey hi, bill and the other thing that I listened to was obviously your podcast. <laughs> I listened to um, the chat with Stephen Waddell, and that was really good. But um, I've had a, I had the chance to listen to it a long time ago because I'm a patron. Mm-hmm. So I got to listen to it again. 
and but this time the edited version <laughs> yeah 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 that's and yeah it's always good um, when you get a musician on to get their take talking about iron maiden yeah it's interesting so, yeah, that's really good uh yeah i think that's all my podcast this week okay matt did you uh hear any podcast this week uh a little bit uh it was a bit of a week last week so i didn't really get much in i did see your post um about the the maiden pod curse because the surprise was like oh, i didn't even know that was out when um when you had mentioned that but i didn't get around to listening to it but i will hopefully this week uh what i did listen to was eddie trunk he had mick mars on and I was like, oh, I'll be curious because they made a bit of a deal about how sure. he had rushed he rushed this interview out. You know, he usually mm-hmm. sits on them for weeks or something like that. And I don't know. I thought it was a bit of a non-event, really. Oh, Mick, he seems like a pretty decent guy. But he, have you heard it? Or did you listen to it at all? I haven't heard it yet. You haven't? Um, he seems to lose his way a bit. And I don't know whether it's just age or... You know, I can imagine he's done a thing or two in his life, old Mick. Um, but there was nothing really. If you were looking for something gratuitous, or I yeah, know, I don't think that's what you're going to get out of him. I wouldn't. No, that. and because Eddie says, you know, I can't. I know that you can't say too much. He's like, yeah, I can't say anything at all when it came to Motley. He's like, ah, oh, whatever, okay, sure. But they, it was mostly to do with his new. Uh, single that's coming out and the new album so loyal to the lie was the name of the track that's come out so as i usually do i you know press pause and i'll go across and i have a bit of a listen to what was going on and i was i was kind of surprised i was like oh this sounds all right it was i've heard that but, it actually is pretty good so you i know. got a question then if you've heard like musically i liked what i heard yeah but my issue was with the vocals and i don't know they seem like processed vocals or something and it reminded me of something, and I'll tell you what it reminded me of in a second. But if you thought it was okay, what did you think of the guy singing? Uh, I, I, it's been a month since I heard it, so I really don't remember. Uh, okay, so I don't know whether you know they're using vocal tools or whatever. But it reminded me – I, I couldn't go back and listen to it. I wouldn't listen to it again just because I didn't like the vocal. Maybe not the guys singing so much, but the way – I don't know if it's layered or what they do with it. But it reminded me of the – the Raven Age vocals, where I like the music. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not trying to be funny. It's just, it reminded me of that style. I was like, yeah. yeah, I don't think I can go back and listen to this. But yeah, the the interview itself, he seems all right, old Mick. There wasn't really much to get out of it in the end. But I think that if you, if a lot of people listen to it, it doesn't sound like Motley Crue at all, and particularly because of the vocals, which is a good thing, I thought. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. able to separate himself from all that. If it's no Vince Neil, um, you don't want to hear it, right? Ah, oh, you know, I'll hear three or five <laughs> words and, you know, then I'll just sing the rest myself if I need to. Yeah. Um, but another, oh, the only other podcast, and I didn't get through this one at all, and there was probably a reason as to why I didn't. So live, listen, erased. Uh-oh. So I'm going to go back and listen to this. Uh-huh. So I skimmed, I skimmed through and Machine, <laughs> machine Head albums ranked. So that piqued my interest. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go listen to that. Yeah, I only got two or three albums. Maybe it was only two, two albums in to his yeah. uh, his description. And I will come back. I'll cut him some slack. But on this one, he had said that on one of the albums, and I forget which one it was, 
He only listened to the first three tracks, and he rated this album last, I think it was, mm-hmm. because he didn't like them, and he's heard bad things about them. I was like, how can you only listen to three al- uh, three tracks off the album and then just rank it dead last? Mm-hmm. Admittedly, it could be a weaker album, but mm-hmm. you got to listen to it in full. There's usually something to appreciate somewhere. Yeah. But it was at that point that I decided I was going to go off and listen to some Machine Head and just and didn't come back to the to gotcha. the pile. I'll get back. I'll get yeah. back there. But uh, it'll be at a later point in time from the sounds of that. Uh, but that was it. That was really all I got through this week one and uh, a little bit. I just, like I said, I had a bit of a week and that was that. So yeah. how about you? Um, Up until Friday, I didn't listen to any podcasts. Uh, I was basically just listening to a ton of music all week. And Friday, I just, I, I needed to listen to something different besides the music. I just kind of needed to take a break. So, you know, I went back to Old Faithful. I went back to the Everybody is Awful podcast. Mm. And I listened to um, his episode that came out on. This is how far back I haven't listened. I went back and listened to the episode that came out October twenty third. Uh, random stuff. Oh, okay. And I also listened to uh, what's the other one? I played one other one. Um, let's see here. Let me find it. I was. I listened to a. Uh, uh, the one that came out October 30th, which was called Random Rants, which was another good one. So, you know, once I start listening, I, I just kind of want to really dig in and listen to a ton more. But, um, yeah, that's all I listen to. And then I spent, um, <laughs> I went earlier, I was trying to find uh, earlier, I can't remember what it was. I think I was going through albums and I went some, for some reason, I, I went over um, Made in Japan and I started thinking about, Last week when Kirsty was saying she listened to Made, a, Made in Japan and all she says, she goes, uh, oh, uh, she's like, well, I listened to, uh, I want you to sing for me or something. And I thought, yep. and I thought I could swear I started a podcast or no, no, no. I was trying to find, cause I was editing next month's, um, Iron Maiden story. And, you know, I usually take a few songs, suggestions, you know, like I'll kind of ask you to let, that's one reason I like to find out what albums people like, what songs people like. And then that way I can try to at least open the intro, the, have the intro be a song they, you know, that's one of their favorites and whatever. And so one of the songs that the guy gave me, I immediately was like, I want to use that because I love it so much. And so, but, and then I, when I put the intro there, I picked it from the middle of the song because it was a really cool part. And as soon as I did it, I thought, oh my gosh, I've already used this on an episode before. And so I just started going through and I'm like, uh, like, look. Do you know what? I don't think even I would have remembered that. I I did. As soon as I did, I remembered, And I had to go back. uh, This is how far back it was because I started and I went through. uh, I started with every episode. I went starting at episode 55 and I just went and hit play at the beginning of every episode and I had to go all the way back to, like, like I'm talking, uh, I was back in, uh, in twenty in episodes from 2021 before I hit before I found it. <laughs> but I found one of the episodes started off with, "I want you to sing for me," and then I just took a real quick screen clip of it and sent it to Kirsty because I just made me laugh when I saw it. But yeah, I, I had to dig way back when I finally found it. It was like it was like summer. Of 2021 is how far back, and I remembered it because I almost texted Kirsty and said, "Hey, 
Have I ever used this song as an intro? Because I thought, surely she'll remember that. If I, if I know it's somewhere, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so check out the big brain on Steve. I guess that's all I can say about that. But, I feel um, like you've made way too many episodes for me to remember everything now. Um, it was really funny the other day. I It just started playing. My Spotify just started playing your Food Fighters episode. Okay. And, with my um, nephew. Me and my nephew. With your nephew, yeah. Back in October yeah. last night. But there was a, there was an intro with Matt, and it just made me laugh because you were already calling him the horseshite guru back then. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it didn't take me long to figure that out. <laughs> well, it the horseshite guru happened from the Bruce episode. That's where it, that's where he said it because because I literally said the real word. I said I remember saying something to Matt, and it was along the lines of talking about how I didn't think Bruce was funny and, you know, people were in the audience were acting like it was, the, you know, they were acting like they were seeing the most funny comedian in the world, just over laughing and just like overindulging in somebody. And it was really annoying me. And I said, if there was anybody there that didn't know who he was, if he was in a crowd full of people that no one knew who he was, they'd said it was horse, not shite, but the real, you know, the American way of saying mm-hmm. shite. And I just said it. And when I said it, Matt just goes, Horshite! <laughs> I don't even remember. I thought I was laughing when I said it. But I you kind of were. That. I mean, you didn't say it quite like, you know, the way I do it, yeah, but you just kind of said it. Yeah, he just, but he just kind of was like, Horshite! And, and it was just the way he laughed and said it, like, made me, like, because I remember listening back to it and I turned it way up and isolated it. And I was like, oh, man. So then I just started calling the Horshite guru. So that, that was early 20 January of February, maybe. Yeah. It was uh, cause was it 21? No, it could have no, been I think, 22. I think, yeah. Yeah. Early 22. Cause that's, cause that was when I saw, uh, I saw him and Adrian like within a month of each other that, that and, and yeah, the uh, Smith Cotson show. So yeah. So that's when it started. I mean, once that happened, that was just one of those moments <laughs> where, where, uh, you know, where that happens. So, I'm but sorry, uh, Matt. <laughs> that's okay. So l- l- let me ask you this, because um, in the last week, uh, you know, last week we had a little bit of, um, was it Bruce news last week that he was going to put out the album or whatever? But in this past week, though, he oh, has gosh. he put up a single for pre-sale, correct? Yes, he did. True. And it's like a seven-inch vinyl, and it comes with a comic book. And there's supposed to be a, a sounds like there's going to be a series of comic books to come out with the album or yeah. in coordination with the album or something, but he's released or there's been a clip released of the song and it's, there's only one clip that's been released, right? Kirsty, is that right? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, what is it? Like 10, 20 seconds. And it's just like a super, super heavy chorus that doesn't sound like Bruce is singing. It sounds like incredibly heavy. It sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. I don't think it'll be the chorus. I just think it's the way the track is ending. Okay. Yeah. Whatever it was. I'm excited. I- it, we haven't got long now because it's December the 1st. So it's not long before we hear the whole thing and we um, understand where that's going to fit. Sure. But I sure. don't think you should be frightened that it's going to sound like that because it's Bruce Dickinson. He'll be, yeah. he'll be singing. Yeah, that's what I was like, because someone said something about it in our Patreon chat, and I said, look, 
it's obviously not Bruce's vocal that we're even hearing. And mm. it's not like he's going to all of a sudden do an album where he's, you know, um, doing, gr- you know, just like growl Growls. vocals or whatever. Yeah. So, and so, so that was, that was interesting. And, um, you know, along with the tour dates that he announced, obviously he's, he's doing a lot of tour yes, dates next year. It's about three or four months. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing a lot of tour dates, so which I found interesting because I'd like, okay, so the band is, you know, they're just all going to be doing their own things, which I'm hoping, I'm hoping for something Smith Cotton related next year as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know that there was a point where they had been working on material together. So it sounds like, you know, they're both still creative. So yeah, that all needs you- to happen. Then all my dreams for next year will have come true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but because Bruce is doing this tour, yeah, a lot of touring, I decided to do a poll and, you know, just a, an unrealistic poll because it's, I said, if both of these events were coming to your town next year and you could only attend one of them, which would you choose? And option one was a Bruce Dickinson solo tour and option which two I was, op- which, <laughs> yeah. And mm. uh, option two was obviously going to see the future past tour. Now it's it's a little imbalanced, I think, on some of it because a lot of people are like, "Yeah, well, I've already seen the future past tour, so yeah, I'd probably want to go see Bruce." But so that kind of skews the voting a little bit. But, but I haven't of, seen it, and I still voted for Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I think you had the same reasoning that probably Matt and I both did. Is you know. With Maiden, you know, you're going to get some new songs, but with Bruce, you're going to get almost a full set of songs you've probably never heard live. Mm-hmm. So, but so I want to see if, and I don't know if you've looked at these results, if either one of you have seen what the uh, actual. Not for a while, no. I haven't. Not for a few days. So out of 415 total votes, um, like what percentage, Kirsty, do you think voted for Bruce? 18. What do you think, Matt? Uh, yeah, I'd go about the same, probably one in five. Well, if you said 18%, you're exactly right. <laughs> that's, that's what, right. Yeah. So out of 415 votes, uh, that's almost that's 100. really surprising, though. It's about 90 people. Is that eight? No, it's not even 90, not, is not it? Not everybody likes Bruce Dickinson's solo stuff. Not every Iron Maiden fan enjoys it. Yeah. For some reason. Casual fans gonna know Maiden, not yeah. Well, I talked to somebody recently, and they said that you know they that they loved Bruce's solo stuff, and he said, but it took a while because I had gotten Tattooed Millionaire first. <laughs> so, mm. Yeah, I said there's a lot of people that have that felt that way, and there are a lot of us out there. Well, yeah, I got but, Tattooed Millionaire first, and it wasn't that wasn't the problem that I had. Didn't put you off, did it? Nope, not to the next you one. Weren't, you weren't dissuaded until you heard Boston Picasso. Yes, and I was like, oh, I don't care for this. Oh, there's oh. some decent music on there. Yeah, yeah but you compare Boston Picasso. At least it's heavy. Right. Well, I almost listened to it today, and what was one of the songs? What's the tracks off of there? I think you were naming some before. You got, Hell, was- you got Hell No, you got Gods of War, Cyclops. Uh, Sacred Cowboys. No, is it Hiding Bush? Yeah, yeah, that riff had gone through my head. I was like, oh, maybe I'll listen to this. And then I was like, no, I want to go listen to Skunk Works instead. Oh, fair enough. 
that's when I listened to it this week. That "Laughing in the Hiding Bush" was my least favorite song on the album because it's also got the it's it's got the ballad on there too. uh, "Change of Heart," which I think you said you didn't like before. I like that. I like it a lot. Yeah, Yeah, that's a really good one. Of course, it's got "Tears of a Dragon." Um, My my least favorite would probably be "Shoot All the Clowns." I'm not sure. I have to listen to it again to work out which the worst one is. But that was one of the ones I kind of didn't mind. But that's not really saying much. Oh, yeah. I used to not like it. I like the core. I like the bit where they were singing, "Shoot, shoot, shoot!" All the clowns because it was kind of a real nice voiced Bruce. But then there's a lot of the other stuff that I don't. He does this like little rappy thing. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. where he's like, "I, I don't know it. That's one of the songs I don't have memorized because I. Didn't like it back then, but I just know he ends it with like, he's like, uh, "Welcome to the circus, I'm the killer clown. Welcome, welcome to the gang, gather round." And he just like, and it's it's just I'm just like, because it's really long <laughs> to that bit. Oh, I'm just remembering that Smith Cotson song where Adrian raps, kind of. Which one is that? On the on the EP. I'm oh. gonna have to go listen to that afterwards. Is that the one? Oh, about the, there being a refrigerator in the middle of the road or something? Is that yes, one? Yes, Yeah. Um, um, hold on. What's that one called? Um, uh, oh, I can't think of the name. Here, let me get to it. Look, I got it. Fans not experts. Anyway, there's, <laughs> more, there's more Bruce news, isn't there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Kersey was delighted. I remember her messaging me when she uh-huh. found out. That Bruce had apparently has apparently signed on to be the lead hmm. in a horror movie. Am I correct here? You know, yes, it's a, it's a horror movie. And um, oh. is about it an ABBA tribute band? Yeah, about an ABBA tribute band Which in a club. Gonna, we might get some Bruce Dickinson singing ABBA, and I'm very excited for that. That'd be, that'd be interesting. He's supposed to be the singer, one of the singers in the band, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is is it this one, Kirsty? Is it this one here? I don't know if you'll be able to hear it or not. Yeah, yes. it's this one. Okay, so this one's it's called Rise Again. It's called Rise that's Again. It. Yeah, and that's almost that's almost a winery dog song because it's got Mike Portnoy playing drums mm. on it. They they played that live yeah, and a real Belgian style bass. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that's yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so so the horror movie. Uh, any idea if it's something that's already been made or is it is it something that's going to be made? I think it's going to be made. He's just so, signed on for it, but his okay. son's making it. Oh, oh, is that right? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, Kirsty Kirsty has inside sources when it comes to Iron Maiden or uh, when it comes to Adrian Smith. So, so I don't have, think Adrian Smith's involved. Bruce, sorry, <laughs> I, I was I was I got this better days thing sitting right in front of me now. So. Yeah, um, but, I kind of hope he isn't involved. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Like the Foo Fighters horror movie, I quite enjoyed. Yeah, theirs was good. That, yeah. So who knows? It was well done for a rock band movie, though. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, it was entertaining. So I've seen far worse. Than That's that. the one I took Sarah to see about a week after the Bruce Dickinson spoken word show. Mm. You remember the scene in the bed? 
Yeah, I don't know what you were doing to that poor kid. God, I know. It was like I struck out twice that week, so <laughs> miserably. So, um, yeah. maybe maybe choose some age appropriate things next time you're taking her out. I know, but I thought it was, but I was like, it's a Foo Fighters movie, you know, and it's oh, yeah, it's a horror movie, and it's quite clearly stated. But okay, oh, yeah, poor I, Billy, it, she had to watch the she had to watch the start of it at a sleepover. Because um, it's got the girl that played Wednesday Adams in it. Okay, okay. And her friend was really obsessed with Wednesday. And he watched the start of it. And the girl that plays Wednesday Adams got her head smashed in with a hammer. Oh, <laughs> and then they were really traumatized. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I think that was the worst, part, like the scariest part of the film, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So is there any other. Yeah, cause, yeah, there was that scene. Remember the scene with Carrie King where he's the roadie? Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. I liked that he was in it. I liked, I liked his little role in it. Yeah, um, it was good. Is there any other Bruce news that we're missing right now? Because I know there's a lot of just little snippets of Bruce out there right now. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think, I think we're all up to speed for now. Uh, it just keeps coming in little bits, doesn't it? Yeah, has he? He has not announced though who his touring band is. It has he? Oh uh, yes, he has. Oh, he did. There was yeah. a, a surprise in there. I had a look during the week. Was uh, is Chris Dale playing bass by chance? No. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised if you had to look this up. Then I haven't to- looked this up yet. But so okay, wait. Okay, so obviously Roy Z. Is it? Is it most of the band that played on? Uh, like the albums other than Adrian? No. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. The three albums that most of that band played on. Okay. So he's going to have two guitarists, a bass player and a drummer, right? Well, he's got, yeah, he's got Roy Z on guitars. He's got bass guitarist, Tanya O'Callaghan, who's played with White Snake and David Coverdale in the past. Okay. Um, Dave Marino on drums, who played on Tyranny of Souls. Okay, okay. And Italian keyboard wizard, Mysteria. Oh, so there's only one guitarist. So there's one guitarist, unless there's another guitarist to be announced. Maybe he can't be announced because he's uh, also an Iron Maiden. Well, that, there is chat about that, but I think it, I don't know if it's just wishful thinking. I don't know if there's any actual substance behind that. See, I think that would be wishful thinking because I think at this stage, Adrian probably wants to do more of his own stuff. He mm. doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to be a sideman for Bruce like he was, you know, in the late '90s, and you know, he needed that in the late '90s. You know, he needed. Yeah, a ki- but I'd be surprised if they didn't have two guitarists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I would hope they do. Well, I was hoping Chris Dale was going to be involved because speaking of skunk works, Chris Dale and I don't know who else, there was a they just did a concert this weekend in Sarajevo. And Yes, I saw that. Yeah, and I read like some of the songs that were being played were skunk work songs. They played like uh some stuff from Balls to Picasso's I like that they had played back then. So I don't know if they played the same set list or what, but I know all I, I just barely saw it because uh, Chris Dale was a part of it. And I was like, whoa, that's because I, I saw that he was thanking a people and 
Then I saw someone made a post and they said, yeah, I was at the Sarajevo show this weekend. I was like, what? Like, that's really cool. So that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Bruce wasn't there though. So, (laughs) which would, that would have been, to me, that would have been really cool if they could have, like, imagine if they would have got like Alex Dixon and, um, Alex, uh, what was the drummer's last name? Um, the Italian drummer. Something Italian. Yeah. 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 Uh, because his name is like Alejandro something, uh, and he or mm. Al- Alessandro or I can't remember his drummer's name, but uh, Alex. Oh, because Alex, because he's actually on the Skunk Works Facebook page too. So, hey, speaking of that, we have a Facebook page, right? <laughs> yes, we do. And people should go there because Kirsty's on that page. She's the administrator. <laughs> she administrates over there. Don't go posting negative bad stuff because she'll kick you out, right? Like that person, that girl a couple weeks ago. But I have, I have banned one person. Yeah, yeah. What was that? What was that? Speaking right. Oh, I, I think it was probably a bot. Somebody, yeah. somebody um started a chat in Messenger that was not appropriate. Mm. Yeah, it so was. They were it, gone. I think they were trying to get them. They were trying to get us to sign up for their OnlyFans, Matt. It's kind of uh. the gist of what it was. <laughs> So, did you I, say I could spend I could spend my three ninety nine on better things? <laughs> yeah, a Patreon perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a Patreon page too. Nice little uh, throw there. Um, and we do. We've got eleven or twelve uh, album reviews on there. Things that you wouldn't get. And albums that patrons have chosen for you to listen to, not albums that you wanted to listen to, aren't they? So that's what makes it really special. Yeah, yeah, and most of the albums are albums I didn't want to listen to. There was a couple that when I, because uh, if a if a person gives me a lot of choices and says, "Hey, any of these will do," uh, there's been a few that I've you know known a bit more about, and then there's been some that I don't know anything about, and it's been very enjoyable. And everyone's everyone's enjoyed them. The last one that came out was uh, probably the most monumental one. <laughs> I listened to it I'm the really other day. I'm really looking forward to that. Can't yeah. wait to get a chance to hear it. Yeah, you'll. I want to. I want. I definitely want to hear your thoughts after you hear it. So I'm um, sure I'll have thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> um, I got some, and I got some uh, people kind of some private messages about that one that that just they say I really like that because you got a little personal about some stuff, and I was like, yeah, that's kind of how it went. Um, and then let's see. Uh, but it, like you know, anything we talk about usually off the podcast is on there you know the pre-show chats the post-show chats the in-betweens whatever uh i do mm-hmm. I, I keep forgetting but i do have a cameo on that cameo site still so i, I and the reason i forget is because i don't have to make them because no one's ordering them. <laughs> so maybe i should lower the price maybe i should make them like like ten dollars or something or it's all money that's gonna that's hopefully going toward a, a hopefully going toward a trip to australia next year so so if you want to help support uh, my dreams of going to Australia and get, uh, ooh, I almost said the word that Kirsty would not be happy about, um, and get a free tard on there, well, like me, free, not re, free, for for you know, uh, you get you thank get, you, but try try and not say it at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like it's like when people would go shut the front door, you know. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. If you want to get something like that for me, I'll 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 do or say kind of mostly what you would want. You know, what you'd like. It'd be fun. 
But yeah, I'm on Patreon. I'm Uncle Steve, and I got an Iron Maiden shirt on and headphones. A picture that Kirsty uh, chose for me. So <laughs> I'm just like such the administrator, and I you are, you are. I made your profile pic for you. Yeah, I appreciate that too. So, so um, yeah, so please help him because we'd really like him to come. Yeah, yeah, I want to meet Kirsty and her family and all the other people that'll be there too. I mean. Um, if I go to Perth, I think Matt's your brother lives in Perth, doesn't he? He does. There yeah, was could... a uh, there was an incident this weekend. Yeah, apparently. with the official administrator. But there we'll was. leave that. If 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 anyone's on uh, Patreon, then they will hear about that. About the run in, yes. Yeah, about the threat. <laughs> mm, the threat is real. The threat is real. He got that right. Yeah. So. So why don't we, uh, I guess we should probably thank people for sharing the podcast. Um, you know how we do that sometimes around here, Matt? I like to... From time from time to time, a bit of audience something. What do we call it? Uh, what do we call that? I think we call it... Audience participation. And, it makes me um, sad hearing that. Very sad. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and I do want to say, because uh, we always, you know, say, hey, here's who shared it. But I, I don't know if I always say thank you for sharing it. And, you know, to anybody that does share this, I do always appreciate it. It's, you know, just kind of you're showing people that it's something you like. Or either that or you have no idea what it is and you just said, oh, a cool picture and you shared it. So either way, I'm thankful for that. So, um so let's see. Let's 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 get on Twitter real quick and look and see who shared it. So this would be the Iron Maiden story, which was a good one. It was a good one. I enjoyed listening back to it again, uh, as well. Um, so first up, we have the um, <laughs> the chat bot uh, from the Scouser, David Laird in mm-hmm. Liverpool, England, as he referred to himself, the the Scouse <laughs> chat bot. <laughs> um, I've got uh, Johnny B, 1966, in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada. His Royal Dudeness, Dave in the USA. Next up, I've got this guy. Got the uh, Riffweiser. Old Jesse in Illinois. You know, always nice to see Jesse there. Hey, next up, Matt, listen to this. Got some royalty. Mm-hmm. Sharing this one. The official translator and administrator of the podcast, Matthew. Kirsty mm. Prince in Perth, Australia. She shared it too. Well, it's interesting to hear who that was going to be for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else shared it? You hear that, Kirsty? He's off. I didn't do it. I, I did it. Oh, Kirsty, you were more more off than Matt. <laughs> I'm much further away than Matt is. Okay, here we go. One more try. One more try, Kirsty. Kirsty and oh, Matt, I'll both of you. No, <laughs> both of y'all. I want both of y'all to okay. try to clap on when you think it's the right time to clap. Ready? Here we go. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll just tell you. I'll just let y'all hear it whenever you hear it. Like really early. I can't tell. It was 
like there was no clap on the first one and then the second one was way off so <laughs> so uh yeah so gen mariatani the happiest man in podcast land because we do know that he has iron maiden tickets not the ones he was wanted it? but he he's um, still there again on three and see how off we are what's that say hello again on three one two three Hello, Hello again. again. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. Also, uh, Rocka Rolla in Idaho, USA. He shared it. And lastly, the last uh, regular uh, X tweet of the podcast is by the most Finnish man who's ever re-X tweeted my podcast. Hello, Mr. V. Hey, Villa. <laughs> Yo, Villa. Yo, Willie. I'll say it. I'll say Talk about my Willie. <laughs> so next up, we have the Quost Potes for the main episode. And they go as follows. We got uh, Simos CH in France. And he said, great, discu- uh, great discussion. I need a drink. Sorry. Checked Oath SC. And they are really cool. Recommended as he recommend to Maiden fans to check their Bandcamp page. Now, is Bandcamp the one that's like having all the legal problems or something right now, Kirsty? It is. So they're recommending if you bought something through there to get it downloaded. Oh. Well, hopefully, it will come to nothing. Yeah, I've, I've, I read a little article about it a while back because it's been kind of a big deal. So. Uh, I saw that uh, Mike Venart, uh, like he posted about it. So let's see here. Uh, This is a very similar one from Kirsty Prince. And it says, great Iron Maiden chat with Steve Waddell from Oath SC. Check out his music on Bandcamp. Is there another alternative to Bandcamp? Where you can check out his music? Like, I have for, no idea. Like, there's another one I could swear that my son uses something different that's like indie music or some kind of side. I can't remember what it is. Um, uh, next up, the Honorable Counselor, Sir Richard Holmes of the Ulster Unionist Party. And he says, another great story with the fascination of a musician's take on the songs. And it really, like, like you said it earlier, Curse, it really is cool to hear a musician talk about it. Um, oh, and then this next person did one. Matt? Mm-hmm. I am Steve. No. There are many other Steve. <laughs> there is only one. That is I, I'd actually forgot about Steve. <laughs> yeah, I, I did one just because I was trying to encourage people to do these, and I said, quote posts and quote quotes. That's hard to say too close together. Yeah, much as I much as I love Lucas, I, I can't really... I like Get on both. board with calling it that, but I know you like it, and it's your podcast, so you carry on. It's unique. It's something different. It's just kind of a funny it word. It is. It made me laugh. If if someone puts something there that like really cracks me up when I see it, it's kind of fun to do. So, but okay, I'll try. It. Let me say it fast. I'll try to say that quote posts and poke quotes are much more fun on the waffle zone than plain X tweets. So I was just kind of wanting to get the word out there, you know. Maybe people, oh gosh, this next guy is from Finland and his name is, 
Villa. 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 Wally Wood. I'll bet that's not his name. <laughs> Here, let me do it. Let me try again. Okay. Uh, and you got to roll the, 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 oh, the, the, the R at the end, right? Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Ville <laughs> Wally Werta. <laughs> yeah, but it's Valley No, it's yeah, the, I... the, the V's are like W's in that bend. Why? Wally Werta. Wally Werta. The W's are like V's. In your head they are, but not in Finland. I thought he, I thought he told me that, though. I thought I asked him that once, and he told me. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he was telling you. He was telling you about uh, some bags from the grocery stores. Some items, if you wanted to talk about those quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm not allowed to talk about those on if, here. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you shouldn't bring that up. Come on. Okay. Next up, we have uh, a very fitting uh, quote post from Rockarola, and he says. I'm down for whatever requires a stiff drink. Okay, I can I can understand that. Okay. So that's all of the um quost potes from the main episode. You know, I don't know if y'all know this, but I have it wrote down on my computer in front of me so I can look at it every time I have to say it cuz I keep uh, getting confused trying to um, differentiate those two it is, words. It's pretty tricky. Okay, so next up, uh, let's see, with the Waffle Zone, we got a uh, Pote Quos. I'm going to read this one first at, before I read the uh, if there's any X tweets. From uh, the Metal Chat with Melissa podcast, and she said, Thanks for listening to my show, Kirsty and Matt. So that was her. You're welcome. Yeah. So the next up, okay, we got eight X quotes, tw- whatever they're called. Um, okay. And listen to this, listen to this. I'm going to read the names on both of these and see if y'all notice anything. First up is the Scouser, David Laird in Liverpool, England. And next up, we have somebody who uh, is also from Liverpool, Lauren Laird in Liverpool, England. That's David's daughter. I found out. Mm. Uh, very cool. So we thank you, Lauren. Uh, and we wonder if you don't talk very much because in that household, I mean, how are you going to get a word in, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Imagine a conversation. Is that with, how it is with your kids? Yes. Imagine a conversation with David and his daughter, and she just puts the phone down and she slowly walks away. Walks yeah? Away. Yeah? Yeah? And then she comes back about 20 minutes later. She goes to the grocery store, comes back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Dad. Uh, yeah, let me interrupt you real quick. I gotta go. <laughs> Been great talking to you. Oh, uh, I'm taking. I feel like I'm jumping into your shoes on this one, Matt. Sorry. I was like, is there anyone else that we haven't insulted yet? Yeah, we'll find somebody here. No, but I thought that was really cool because I, I I did that and uh, and he told me he told me that yeah, that's my daughter. I was like, oh, very cool, very cool. So, and I know they go, you know, they go see some shows from time to time. So. That's good. They did. They've seen Maiden together, I believe, recently. So, okay. So next Lord up, the Lost fan. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So next up, we have the Riffwiser Jesse in Illinois. We have the official detention teacher, Gen Mariatani in Chiba, Japan. 
Kirsty Prince. What would we do without Kirsty here, Matt? I mean, golly, she she X tweets, she post quotes, post. Well, I what post quotes? <laughs> Qu- Repost. <laughs> post. Okay, hold on. I just said it. I just flipped their both of their scripts on that one. Post quotes. Poke quotes. Sorry. <laughs> um. At least I caught it when I said it this time. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rockarola in Idaho. And um, what's he been cooking lately? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He hasn't posted it. He hasn't. I don't think he, he said anything this week. We'll find out. And the last one is by our ambassador in Finland, Matthew. Jovile. Yeah. And next up, the pot. Golly, I'm really messing this word up. Pot quost for this episode. First off is Simos CH in France, and he says, The Power Trio is back. Great waffle as always. And uh, the Scouser, David Laird, he said, Honored to be awarded Pote Quost of the Week. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. You are worthy, David. That was a good one last week. It was. Oh, and next up, Matthew, we have a pote quote from. I am Steve in the morning, Steve in the eve, Steve in the mirror looking back saying, Who is me? <laughs> I have to find out a way to ban that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, it's, it's the exact same thing I wrote on the other one. I said, Quote posts and pote quotes are more fun in the waffle zone than plain X tweets. Yeah, you should stop doing that. Well, you know, I just I'm trying to encourage people. I want what we want. I mean, let me ask you guys this: Would you rather have a whole bunch of quote posts and pote quotes, or just X tweets or retweets, as Kersey likes to call them? I think the the I just think the other ones are more fun. Don't, don't, I, don't know, agree? I, I think what did you say it was? If it, it's quote potes, <laughs> what'd you call it? Quote, quote potes. I was, I was, God, I can't even get the words out now. Tongue tying me. <laughs> it is. Uh, I think we. No, I think we should go with X quotes or. No, 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 no. But I mean, don't you think it's more fun when people do those? No, I can't say it properly. It's like more a, fun when people do them, but it's not more. We fun are to say having it. trouble. Yeah, using the new words. Yeah, yeah. Put it's on phonics, especially me, because I'm like <laughs> refusing to accept the fact that Twitter is not called Twitter anymore. And these are people with people with English as second language. We're teaching them these things, and they're probably thinking it's all correct. These are. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that using it in the everyday speech. I hope no one's using to learn English. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, I almost I, I was gonna say, and this is not to be a derogatory comment toward anybody or anything or whatever, which, which means it's about to be. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. but I just thought these are the um, quost potes and pote quotes are the official pronouns of oh, re re re. Qu- Hang on, let what me take a step back right here. Quote quotes. I'm not, I'm not talking about anybody. I'm just using. That's a word. That's a. That's a thing now. You know. 
people have pronouns. So I'm just saying they that's the pronouns. Huh? They always have had. Yeah. So, but these are the pronouns for for queet quotes. <laughs> I just think that's but a neat, funny way to. Neat weeks. Hey, at least I'm not talking about it's grocery it's stores in Finland. In on my week off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Kirsty, next time I'll try to talk to you off the air about grocery stores in Finland, since Matt tried to bring that into the conversation. Yes, I wanted to say mega ville. <laughs> I'll just yeah. leave it at that. If you know, you know. <laughs> what, so what are you calling him then? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it offline. <laughs> like, like, like last week's conversation, you cut that off at the wrong point as it turned out. I know, out. I know. It got... Because that was right. the funniest ever. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so, yeah. So, I guess with that, we're done. So, uh, <sighs> cheers, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.